0: Loading The Crypto Coffee Podcast Episode 2 Where did the hand come from? Will the lover be saved And does Peter make it home safely? Ready. Set. Play.
1: welcome to the cryptic coffee podcast episode two we're well on our way hello guys how are you doing doing all right horrible i'd expect that (laughs) from you (laughs) i'm efren this is jose and this is zeus we are your hosts just three friends in the middle of a dark little room in east los angeles telling stories about everything creepy everything mysterious with coffee in one hand and unfiltered humor in the other how y'all doing speaking of coffee what y'all bring to drink today i got black coffee as usual didn't you bring that last week yeah i have a problem <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get you some milk how about you jose just milk bites, i got my so.
0: lemon tea because uh, zeus nearly killed me on the ride over here i'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> jose was drinking his coffee zeus made a joke and jose- we we almost <laughs> had to cancel the podcast for today because jose's a choker <laughs> Me, I brought a triple energy, triple shot energy from Starbucks. I was kind of lazy, so I just bought it at Walmart. Now, I do have to say one thing. Jose, last episode, this is the cryptic coffee podcast. We were drinking tea. (laughs) (laughs) The only motherfucker drinking coffee was this last episode. I didn't even notice. (laughs) I I noticed in editing. Like, oh, fuck, we fucked up off the bat. (laughs) Like the first <laughs> episode it, fuck fuck. I was this close to like Texting you guys like We're gonna have to reshoot <laughs> I would've just texted you like Alright Fuck it <laughs> So We got a good show for you today Today I'm the main episode So Who wants to start off with like The articles or News
0: I think I'll start it off Alright Alright so my article I was searching for something Kinda similar to A Frames where A little, some little little, little goofy A little paranormal And I found this one from 1896 Flatbush has a ghost. It has returned for its hand, which Mr. Wait, Moore wait, wait, up. wait. <laughs>
1: I read, so I read the headline. I I, I knew it was going to be Flatbush has a ghost. I'm like, okay, this is funny. What the fuck? It's, it returned for his hand.
0: Yeah, dude. Imagine this.
1: Flatbush has a hand.
0: <laughs> imagine you were born in a time period where you can buy a house. You you know, you're digging around and you find a hand. It's
1: 2020. I don't know what that's like, dude. I don't know what the fuck. Buying a house? <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't just rent those until you die? <laughs>
0: So a little summary about this is this guy found a hand, and after that, a ghost started knocking. The old town of Flatbush, now the 29th Ward of Brooklyn, has a ghost. A simon Pure, sure enough ghost, that nightly walks on East Broadway near Nostrand Avenue and stops at the house of Mr. Charles Norton to make inquiries for his hand that had lost there many years ago while the restless spirit was in the flesh. Wait, we know the name of the ghost? We know the name of the ghost. Charles Norton. Charles Norton is the guy who uh, found the hand. Oh,
1: oh never mind. Sorry. <laughs>
0: The ghost, I believe, I don't know, called Simon Pure, unless that's some old timey speak.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't know any Simon Piers. I don't know about you guys. I don't got any friends like that.
0: I mean, this is like a story from like over a hundred years ago. Yeah. What is it? Seventeen. Uh, it's eighteen ninety six. Okay.
1: Fun fact: That's the year my grandpa was born. Hmm. <laughs> I was born. That's a lie. Not at that time. <laughs>
0: These visits are not fully appreciated by uh, Norton or his wife, but it appears that Norton is to blame for the appearance of this ghost because his ghost ship was not heard until Norton was searching for gold in the cellar. That's when they interviewed the wife like, nah, it's his fault. <laughs> that asshole. And man out there digging for gold found a hand. This is why I leave, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Just drops the bomb in front of all the fucking interviewers. While
0: recording. He
1: doesn't even know yet. <laughs> That's why I've been going to the baker a lot
0: more recently. Oh.
1: <laughs> so he finds a hand while digging in the back?
0: He's looking for gold in a cellar, and he just found a hand. <laughs> there was a ring on one of the fingers of the exhumed hand, and when he had rubbed uh, the ghost, in true Arabian Nights fashion, appeared, and as it fell to get instructions from Norton... Wait, he rubbed the f- the... He rubbed the. the the He rubbed ring, and the ghost suddenly like, Hey, uh, I think you found my hand.
1: <laughs> what, it was a Robin Williams? <laughs> <laughs> Good, hey, buddy boy, yeah.
0: you fucking found it.
1: That's my Robin Williams impression. <laughs> Rest in peace,
0: Mr. Williams.
1: <laughs> hey, maybe he, maybe we could actually summon him now, <laughs> Mr. Williams, Mr. Williams. So he rubs the fucking ring, and the ghost comes out, and it's like, give me my fucking hand back.
0: Yeah, but can I have my hand? It's three a.m. I finally found it after all these years. Right. And so now, apparently, like the ghost is now haunting them because of the, he wants his hand back
1: mm-hmm
0: there's an old story from this town of an old dutchman you know 60 years in the past and a traveler with a bunch of, with a bunch of gold in his belt the owner of the farmhouse was uh, this man named craig a you know thrifty dutch farmer craig when he heard uh, when he heard the large amount of gold that the visitor had about him gave up his own room to the stranger and he insisted that he should occupy it the next day the visitor had disappeared and when the family asked craig about it he said the man departed before sunbreak the bed clothing was also missing as Craig had account of this by saying he had burned it because a stranger had re- just recovered from a, an attack of yellow fever. So he, he was burned like,
1: because oh. he had yellow fever, everything that he used.
0: Supposedly he burned everything. But think like this, you know, this man comes by, you're Craig, right? You see, this guy's a bunch of gold. Ain't nobody come looking for him. Right. Um, my guess is he killed him, burned I, the sheets, burned I, the evidence. I
1: smell a conspiracy.
0: Motherfucker killed, <laughs> Motherfucker killed
1: the du- was it a Dutch trader or farmer or whatever?
0: It was he, the Craig was a farmer and the guy was just some dude with a bunch of gold on him. Yeah, he killed that motherfucker. <laughs> the hand him. was the
1: last victim. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Subsequently, a man's hand was found uh, behind the bed. It had been cut off by Craig with the next It is said when the hand was found, Craig disappeared and the hand was buried. So I guess this is the hand that was found. You know that uh, Mr. Norton had found. Yeah. Mrs. Norton speaking and speaking of this ghost and his uncanny visits at the house was haunted and continued. Everybody who lived here since the murder was done in under this roof uh, has had bad luck. One man who occupied the house about 40 years ago left his wife and children, ran away with another man's wife. Another was a burglar, and when he was caught, a whole lot of silverware uh, was buried in the cellar. Another committed suicide. We've been here for 60 years now, and all I've known is nothing but sickness in our family. I don't like to talk about these things. It sends a chill down my back.
1: This is a dark-ass place, bro. Right? Yeah. All the shit that's going on. Where is this? This is in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. the fuck is a Dutch fucking trader doing in New York? <laughs> he got lost. He got lost. He got lost on the way to heaven. He's like, I Him think and his this donkey is the way. crossed the Atlantic by accident. Yeah, he's like, I think Don't this you hate is when the, that happens? I think this is the right way.
0: <laughs> but apparently that's the hand wasn't the only thing Norton found. Before he found the hand, he was hunting for silverware which was supposedly buried there. Yeah. He dug up two rusty revolution uh, revolutionary swords and several pieces of ancient coins before he found the hand.
1: I mean, if the house is like that bad, <laughs> recanting my previous statement, but if it's got a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. maybe, I mean, I'll like, stay. maybe I'll
0: stay, maybe I'll stay, I'll look for some gold, become rich, get haunted for the rest of my short life, then dip,
1: <laughs> live the luxury life in heaven, <laughs> you pay the fucking haunted. gatekeeper, Just <laughs> like, yeah, I got money. haunted, but I have money, <laughs> <laughs> right? Ooh, that's a good deal, right?
0: Like, I mean, look. God gives you
1: the option, yeah, like, you got all the money in in the world, you're just gonna be haunted.
0: (laughs) That's my story. The story of the Flatbush ghost who's, like, searching for his hand.
1: Damn, I think I read something like that in uh, elementary school. Did you guys ever, like, what was those stories called? Uh, Scary stories to tell in the dark. Exactly, exactly, those. I think there was one about a hand, no? It was about her her big toe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, where's my big toe? Motherfucker finds a toe in the garden, I think. And then the ghost just starts knocking on his door every night like, where's my toe? Fucking, he ate it. (laughs) He he ate it, huh? He He put it in like soup or something. he put it in
0: soup and he ate it. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. Didn't that actually happen, I think, in an Arby's? Arby's. No, it was a thumb. Or it was a finger?
1: Oh, I don't even know. Wait, was it a Mc... I don't think it was an Arby's. I think it might have been a McDonald's. Because things... I remember being like in chili soup. Oh, shit. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Dude, I'm having so many false memories right now. (laughs) Someone found a finger either in fries or in chili or both. I remember. I remember it was chili. <laughs> that's the worst one. Both happened. Half of the finger was in the fries and the other half was in the chili. No, maybe this was two separate cases where someone found a finger in their fries and someone found a f- finger in their chili.
0: I know for sure. I heard about the chili one. This dude was just eating, took a crunch. I was like, oh, that's not a. That's not. A, that's not whatever that is I'm supposed to be eating. <sighs> oh, that's
1: fucking disgusting, bro. That's like the the meme of like when you're eating something soft and you crunch on something yeah it's just like your face changes like what the fuck did Uh, i just bite into like you know like the image that has been going around where it's like kfc it's like fried chicken but it's in the exact same shape of a yeah exactly (laughs) that's what i imagine you're like what the fuck is this finding a finger in your chili but i do have like a specific memory of someone finding a fucking finger in their fries i think both happened (laughs) I think like mine happened in like the 80s or something. Oh, I was going to say, what if like you look it up and just n- there's like no reports or anything. You just come to find out it was like something that happened to you as a kid. And you just spent in the it's pack. a repressed memory. Yeah.
0: You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> OK, so I decided to Google it right now. Mm-hmm. And it was Arby's. This Matt this 14 year old kid found a severed finger in his junior roast beef sandwich. Oh,
1: no. It wasn't even the chili or the fries. <laughs> i think i think there's this must happen more than once this might be like either an urban legend or the fucking uh food industry is fucked <laughs> like i barely i i never went to arby's anyway but just hearing about it just like i never don't know if going I'll, again. yeah i don't think i'm ever gonna go
0: they have all the meats the fucked up part <laughs> it's not false advertising all of them
1: brother all of them <laughs> the fucking exotic ones too you don't want to get fired from Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> They'll keep you in the fucking freezer. You want to know why that hat's so fucking big? That's where they stuff all the bodies. It's <laughs> just like, you want to quit, huh? Huh? <laughs> Real talk, I do like Arby's, so but I think I'm going to wait a few months <laughs> before I go back. Go get a slice of gym from the back. Oh. You mean ham? No. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Jim. Man. That's fucking nasty, dude yeah i remember that story from uh uh scary stories to tell in the dark i told it in front of the classroom and you know how it has like like jump scares where to like jump the yeah it's like in parentheses yeah exactly like scream now i did it and stomped my foot like where's my toe and the little girl in front of me started crying (laughs) didn't talk to me for the rest of the year she's gonna remember that moment sucks because i had a crush on her (laughs) i thought that's how i would advance in our relationship
0: apparently not (laughs) Apparently, I was wrong. To this day, she's like, if I see that boy, I'm going to beat his ass.
1: I'm sorry, whatever your fucking name was.
0: If you ever listen to this by
1: (laughs) chance, she's going to listen and be like, what the fuck? Efren? (laughs) She has the fucking. Like, it all comes back to her. She screams. (laughs) Listening to this, she goes, oh my God, I remember. Oh God. She repressed the memory. (laughs) So, what about you, Zeus? what you bring? All right. (laughs) Oh God. police call to stop exorcism happening in Pennsylvania, Home Depot. <laughs> Wait, what? At a Home Depot? Yeah, at a Home Depot. The details were limited from police. But it was... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, no! no. <laughs> details cannot be limited! <laughs> not you with a story like that. Full context. <laughs> it,
1: it just sounds bad, but it, it just gets funnier. The details were limited from the police, but it was enough for the story to go viral. (laughs) Alright, so... Oh, I wish I saw this on Instagram or something. (laughs) Alright, so the the Dixon City Police Department said around 3.30pm on June 31st, they responded to people holding an exorcism in an aisle at Home Depot on Commerce Boulevard. (laughs) Police added that the ritual was in the lumber aisle and the demonstrators were doing it for, in quote." the dead trees that's fucked up (laughs) it's just some trolls then
0: they're trying to raise the prices on those lumber
1: right yeah the 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 fucking pieces of wood were gonna come alive like in a fantasia they're the broomsticks (laughs) that start moving start dancing in the lumber aisle yeah they just start dumping buckets of water everywhere (laughs) the people involved were escorted out of the store by police and the information was given in a blotter style post, and the Facebook post has over 700 shares and 300 comments. Oh, so it didn't go that viral. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Still though, nice. I need full I need a video of this. Uh, yeah, I want to see a video of them walking into a home. People are like, y'all ready? Yeah, I wish. Y'all that
0: the- I, I want to see who just pop up in there. <laughs>
1: Dude, it like, was cool. <laughs> and the Warrens just going, we're not a part of this. They were just there, like, by coincidence. It's pushing <laughs> an orange cart, like, going, looking for, like, fucking paint or something. Like, I am not a part of this, yeah, they were by the our, way. They were there just, by coincidence. Lorraine, we're leaving. <laughs> she's just like, why? And she sees, she's like, yep, we got to go right now. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You know how, like, I'm ordained. So I have a, I did a wedding, like, a couple years ago. Mm. I actually have a priest outfit. Like if if we were gonna do that, I would take that full priest out as like <laughs> just take it everywhere with you. You never know when you might need it. You never know when the, you need a fucking exorcism. Especially at a Home Depot. <laughs> this I mean Pennsylvania I would expect this somewhere in like Arkansas, Oklahoma. Florida. No,
0: this is not Florida. This <laughs> no, is not this Florida. is not Florida. This is not Florida.
1: Florida man <laughs> it stopped from doing exorcism. I mean, Florida, man, did go to the fucking hurricane and face some face <laughs> Yeah. With, what, like, no clothes and, like, an American flag. <laughs> did you guys ever see that petition on Facebook? Uh, it said... I think it was during Hurricane Irma. And, it's and the like, the petition on Facebook said, everyone turn your fans towards yeah. the hurricane to blow it I away. Was just, I was <laughs> just about to say, was it that same petition? Was, Florida's a different breed, man. I think, like, after a lot like it, it kind of went viral for a little bit so i think the like the news was like yeah this is impossible <laughs> they had to like actually like yeah, they had to tell people fucking, like, like don't do it it's not gonna work it's actually. not gonna work i don't
0: know man floridians are born different
1: i think that's what spawned the fucking like uh what's it called the storm fl- uh area 51 yeah because those became viral those posts of like uh, facebook like meetups and shit because another one was like shoot hurricane irma everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think the same thing happened with the wind, with the, the, wind the fans, because people were like, don't shoot the hurricane. <laughs> the bullets are going sh- <laughs> to go into the hurricane and go like all over the place and shoot other people. Yeah, it's just going to land in super random locations. What if you shoot it and it does a perfect U-turn and you shoot yourself? Dude, <laughs> trick shot of the century.
0: let <laughs> <laughs> think of uh, King of the Hill. There was that, uh, I think it was like hurricane in Texas. Bobby throws a an egg and just U-turns right back to his face. Yeah, <laughs> I remember
1: that episode. I didn't see that one. Holy shit. Well, I got a good story, guys. Y'all ready? I'm ready. I got a fucking... So neither of you know about this story. No.
0: No, i completely told total... Sur- I didn't want to ask about it because I wanted to be surprised. I knew it was going to be good.
1: Yeah, last week, uh, Jose told us about it. So we were like in anticipation, like, oh my God, this motherfucker was too angry to die. Yeah. <laughs> but I kept this one fairly secretive because it's one of my favorites. And I hopefully I want to do like a future episode uh, that involves us with this thing. So, we all live in Southern California, right? Yeah. Yep. We're not too far away from this place, boys. I'd say on a good day, we're about 10, 20 minutes, including LA traffic, from this place. So, like, yeah. Today, I want to talk about the giant space brains of Palos Verdes. <laughs>
0: oh, tell me more. Immediately tell me more. Yeah,
1: we got to know. Dude, like, if I told you, <laughs> like, throughout the, like, all the types of cryptids out there in the in this country... They're space brains.
0: See, immediately, I just have to know everything.
1: Right. So, if we're going to go back to 1971, August 17th. It was a Tuesday. I checked. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't trust. <laughs> You're like, I have to make sure. I have to I make have to sure. Verify. I went I into my notice. app like, yep, Tuesday. So, 2 a.m., two local residents, John Hodges and Peter Rodriguez. They were both around in their late 20s. So, mature men men that wouldn't really lie right they all have careers i'm assuming if you don't have a career yeah or at least a job in your late 20s what the fuck are you doing with your life don't look at me yeah don't look at me either (laughs) i I I tried not to make eye contact with either of you because it sounded bad (laughs) no you were making eye contact that's why i was like oh wait i'm still looking at him (laughs) the whole time you're like i'm still looking i'm still looking fuck (laughs) what are you talking about you have a career It's this podcast. Oh, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Anyways, they were leaving their friend's house. Uh, Tuesday night, I'm assuming you're at a party. Because that's what you do when you live in Palos Verdes in the 70s. On a Tuesday? On a Tuesday night, you're out there partying. You're living the good life. If you're in your (laughs) late 20s. Because that area, I'll tell you, it's on uh, Dapple Gray Lane. I've looked this up on maps. It's a pretty small lane, so we could walk it up and down. But the houses are nice. Like really fucking nice. Uh, I went on a uh, Google Street View and I took a picture. There's this one house that looks like fucking uh like it looks like Vermont, bro. It doesn't even look like it's California. If I showed you this,
0: that doesn't look like California. That's not yeah.
1: Southern California. That looks like fucking. That's where Bernie Sanders lives. Yeah, that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can see the lake from here. Yeah.
1: So this is where these guys are at. They're leaving their friend's house. It's two a.m. It's dark. There's no lights there's no streetlights i've checked also on google maps so it's fairly dark they get to uh, john's car john is the main man in this story they get into the car john gets the key turns on the ignition then he flips the switch to the headlights Mm -hmm. and that's when they saw it what they see they saw two giant fucking brains (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> what kind of mars attack like, thing is this
1: <laughs> like just floating or dead ass right in front of them six feet so they were social distancing the dual witness what can only be described as disembodied brains there was two of them one was roughly the size of a human torso so like what <laughs> that's it, that's what it said it's a weird way to like describe it i thought so too i was like you are kind of specific when you're saying human torso. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know exactly what a human torso looks like. You know exactly the size. And one was smaller, about the size of an overgrown uh, softball. So I would say about, like, a human brain.
0: Don't talk to me or my baby brain ever again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Both of the brains were bluish in color. So, like, I'd say baby blue. They both had a red eye-like organ in the middle of their frontal lobe. So they had one eye. Well, it looked like an eye. They couldn't confirm that it was an eye, but Mm -hmm. it was like really red and it looked like an eye. What if it was a pimple? Oh God. Both the big one and the small one. Yeah. (laughs) They have an identical pimple. (laughs) Immediately when I read that, I thought of, if you're a fan of Doctor Who, there's an episode where like the Daleks turn into like, they make a Dalek uh, human hybrid. And he looks fucking ugly. He's like an octopus and the brain is all exposed and he only has one eye. So that's immediately what I thought, but just blue. Did
0: they say exterminate?
1: No, he actually talked.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah,
1: that's what was scary. His human part came out and he could actually like fully talk. I don't remember the episode, but I just remember like seeing that and being scared as a kid. So. Oh, also, both brains had a localized vapor surrounding them. So like Scooby-Doo style. Yeah, like kind of like a light mist right <laughs> they're really into their special effects yeah <laughs> they're fucking like monsters. we have to we had to make this entrance special we there's fucking sudden like light and smoke fog machine <laughs> so immediately after seeing these things john and peter uh their confusion quickly turned into fear as it should be yeah
0: i mean i wouldn't be confused i'd be like what the fuck is that i'm scared bye
1: Right? That, that's basically what happened with John and Peter. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck is that? Oh. Oh. Oh, let's go. <laughs> There's nothing for us here. Let's just turn around. So they deep immediately. They drive off. Dro- uh, John ends up uh, dropping Peter off at his house. And then he goes home. Now, they both live in the neighborhood, so they're not too far from their friend's house. This whole process probably takes about 10-15 minutes. So from, from John seeing the brains, <laughs> dropping Peter off, going home it's about 10 minutes john finally gets home it's 4 30 a.m boys they See? left their ha- they left their friend's house at 2 a.m so it took him that long to get home it took him 10 minutes to get home according to john so he has about two hours of two missing. hours missing
0: but <laughs> he was stuck in a time loop <laughs> that was uh me when i took edibles <laughs> Yeah, fucking the brains were like. Now,
1: to be fair, I don't know what they were doing at their friend's house again, because he just said edibles. Yeah. Maybe they were having a little fun. It was the 70s, 1971. Yeah. But all we know is from John's perspective, it took he left his friend's house, dropped Peter off and got home all within the span of about 10 minutes. But it's been two hours. So obviously this freaks John out. But luckily he's home. He's safe. He never sees the brains ever again. All right, so that's the... I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, not, was, I that. was like, so that, that's it? Like, happy ending. Obviously, that's not what fucking happened. This stays with, with John. Like, if that shit happened to you, if you see two fucking brains, they're not floating. I think they have, like, limbs. I've seen, like, renderings of these things. They okay. have, like, four skinny little limbs. But I think they're, like, laying down on the ground. Oh, I was going to say, like, you know... Uh that shit, like, the whole human body, but it's just, like, the nerves and the brain. Just, oh. like, no muscle or anything? I thought it was like that. No, 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 no. Full-on just the brains and four, like, imagine, like, a dog, but the, like, body is just like a brain, basically, and long little limbs. <laughs> Scary shit, yeah. And their only eye is one big red ball in the frontal lobe. So, obviously, if it stuck with him.
0: Nah, he, you never forget that.
1: You don't forget that kind of thing. Yeah, I'd probably just wake up in the middle of the night and go... <laughs> the fucking brains looking at me man (laughs) it stuck with him for a good five years five years this thought was like what the fuck happened for those two hours i can't account for that so john finally decides to go under he decides to undergo hypnotic regression now i'm not a fan of this i'm not a fan of like oh let's see what i have hidden in my mind so the whole method is you're supposed to be hypnotized by a psychologist right psychiatrist psychologist whatever this is what
0: happened to betty and uh, barney hill right
1: exactly this is exactly what happened to betty and barney hill
0: i was gonna say do people still do that nowadays or
1: from what i know yes they do in mexico a lot of uh what's it called psychologists still do it so if you want to go to tj we could do it right now see what well i don't know about that (laughs)
0: Hey, look, man. See what well, you got
1: back there, <laughs> No, I think I'd rather have it stay in my head. <laughs>
0: Here's the thing. I have a couple, uh, you know, shadow person experiences. Yeah. I have two of them clear in my mind. One of them from a couple years ago. If there's more in my head, we can find out.
1: Right. Fun fact uh, about a friend of the show, Kennedy. She sees a lot of shadow people as well. I used to see them in my house. Really? <laughs> yeah. But and I, t- I remember I told my mom and she was just like, oh, like, are you, you know, scared or anything? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I feel you know I don't I don't feel scared when I see him. It's that's just it's just like a quick glance like I'll walk past my sister's room and see a figure there and then I'll be like I'll it's like the thing in movies where they stop and then move backward and then look back in <laughs> and just nothing's there and I'm like all right you do a double take. Yeah. But that's basically it and does it still re- happen? No. My mom was like all right cool and then like maybe a couple months later I got like cleansed. Mm. She took me to like some person that does that type of like spiritual cleansing thing. Because she was just like, I'm not going to take any chances. Did it work? I mean, I don't see anything anymore. I mean, yet. Yeah. yeah, not, not yet.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, the Maybe one I saw recently, I cursed at it. Yeah, really? <laughs> cursed, I yelled at it because I thought it was a regular person. I see him crossing and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it just stops D- and disap- runs. No, it disappeared. <laughs> it fucking disappeared.
1: I always thought I was that type of person. I was like, oh, if I ever fucking see a ghost, I'm just going to go for it and start fighting or something. Until I had a fucking nightmare where, like, this happened, and all I did was scream. <laughs> <laughs> no, Like, I really saw, uh, like, a shadow lady in my kitchen, and all I could say was, like, <laughs> that's what I heard in my dream.
0: No, like, for, for background reference, I used to work at a haunted hotel. I actually signed up to this hotel just because it was haunted. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm fucking slow at times. So when I saw a shadow person, and it clicked with me until after I cursed, I was like, wait a minute. That was all black. And this was in the middle of the day, too. Sun is still out and shining. We're in California, so there's no clouds or anything. Just yeah. all black. And I was like, wait a minute, that person was all black? I just cursed at it. Fuck. <laughs> You're like,
1: this shit's better. Follow me home. That's what yeah, I'm going to take too. my 15-minute break <laughs> real quick. So, yeah, it's a controversial method, but psychologists still do it to this very day. So it's no surprise that they did it in 1971. So the very first thing John recalls, this is like, so we know what happened. I told you guys. Comes out of friend's house, sees go- sees not ghosts. He sees brains, <laughs> takes Peter home, goes home, missing two hours, end of story. So off the bat, it's different when he recalls it in his, like, uh, regression memory. When him and Peter first see the uh, brains, they actually talked. <laughs> like, to the brains? To John, specifically. Oh. They, both brains talked to John telepathically. Oh, I was i was just thinking like probably telepathically yeah maybe that's what the red ball on its head is uh you're, you're getting close <laughs> when i read this i thought of uh, a joke by the great dave allen uh, i think he made a bit he was a stand-up comedian he made a, a bit where like he was criticizing adam and eve and how eve was convinced by a fucking talking snake to eat the fruit uh-huh. he's like if i see a snake i back off once that shit starts talking, I'm a shit myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. So I'm like, Oh, I
1: got brains. Then they talk. "Uh -uh, That's it. Good night. So yeah, they talk to John telepathically and he actually says what they tell him. And I quote, take time to understand yourselves. The time draws near when you shall need to, you shall not remember this incident until we meet again. This is kind of like the Barracuda and courage the cowardly dog.
0: (laughs) I was about to say, the fucking psychiatrist is the brains. Yeah.
1: That's what John says that the brains told him when they saw them in the car. John doesn't remember this in the first story. He just sees the brains and remembers dipping. So, holy
0: shit. I can imagine him, like, as soon as he wakes up from hypnosis, he's like, psychiatrist, I think I know what happened. It's the fucking brain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, this happens. They talk to him. John doesn't remember. So, he drops Peter off. Same thing as the first story. Then John gets home. Now, this time, while he's under uh, regression therapy and he's recalling it, the brains are actually outside his house. Like during? So, in the first story, he gets home and that's it. In this time, he gets home and the brains are right outside his house. They're just like, we've been waiting. Peter's no longer there. He dropped Peter off. So, Uh from, this is John's story. From Peter's perspective, he sees the brains too. But he just gets dropped off. He gets the lucky end of the room. <laughs> yeah, right. basically. he just gets dropped off. He's like, "Yeah, I saw the brains, but nothing else happened." <laughs> for him, it was ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Poor John over here got fucked, haunted for life, right? So yeah, dead ass. The brains are waiting for him outside his house. The next thing you know, John loses consciousness. That's the last thing he remembers seeing the brains outside his maybe his front yard, front porch. I don't know where that, but they're out there in front of his house, waiting for him. John then wakes up in what he calls a control room, so he's in a weird, like futuristic-looking. I'm assuming he thinks it's a spaceship. Yeah, that's where he wakes up. In this, he says the the whole room is lined with like several computer consoles. Very seventies, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I I'm mean, like don't, what you picture of a spaceship,
1: right? He then notices that the brains are in there with him. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so he's not alone. He's he's in the ship, but the fucking brains are in there.
0: Okay, so I just looked up a picture of these guys. Nah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even wait for it to speak. I'd run the fuck away. Dude, fuck that. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what he saw.
0: That is some fucking bloodborne Dark Souls, yeah, Souls just, fucking monster.
1: I was just about to say the same thing. Those things are scary, dude. Now imagine you're in a small room and they're in there with you. <laughs> dead right on the spot (laughs) yep if not dead i'm just gonna talk to him and be like take me the fuck home (laughs)
0: local man dies of fear
1: (laughs) i'm about to miss my fucking show take me home (laughs) so the brains are in there with him but this time they both have company also there's more brains nope i wish
0: what the what the fuck is this it gets worse
1: according to john next to the brains he sees a group of bald Thin-lipped, seven-foot-tall, gray-skinned humanoids. White people? (laughs) He sees two people from Alabama. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey there, brother. (laughs) (laughs) He's petting the brain. Aw, you man fucking scruffy over here. (laughs) Y'all done met my dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Can I pet that dog?
1: (laughs) What the dog doing? They also have uh, six webbed fingers and toes that one that little detail was kind of nasty for me yeah it's like all the other details i'm like okay but like adding that on top of the other details i'm like damn kind of ugly you know a friend of mine actually has whipped toes really yeah we were at the pool she in got time. a pet brain no oh. <laughs> <laughs> no we were at the pool in time at, a, at my other friend's house and we were in the pool and i'd see him take his like socks off and i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> and he's like yeah i'm like a fucking mermaid <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm part fish. Part frog. I am like I like how it's at the pool, too, so it's fully relevant. Like, yeah, I can swim fast. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I'm like a fucking frog man. <laughs> a Leland frog we, we find the Loveland frog monster. <laughs> right. I can't wait to do that episode. So as these things approach, uh, John, they make it clear that the brains, they're just trans, uh, organic translation devices. So these guys are running the show. The brains, they're just machines, organic machines. So they're just using the brains to talk uh, to John. That's how they're able to communicate with him telepathically. Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. I they're,
0: mean, why would you choose a brain? Like, yeah. Why would you do that? You would you'd scare somebody to death.
1: Why not just send like one of your own? Right. You know? <laughs> like, if you're smart enough to create a machine, I'm pretty sure you could do it. Like, Yeah, exactly. I
0: mean, you could study humans. Like, all right, what would not scare them? Right. Like,
1: you can't make like a box <laughs> <laughs> show up with like a boom box
0: over your head like that <laughs> like that one movie, <laughs>
1: and like that. no, no, you have to make a fucking brain.
0: I mean, they could have chose anything and and uh, invincible, the comics aliens did this, but they chose a fucking dog to do it with
1: exactly, so now that John understands the aliens I'm gonna start calling them aliens, they then show John holographic images depicting a series of nuclear explosions so from what i got what i got from the article i think this is all happening in his head so as they approach him they send images to his head telepathically of like a bunch of nukes just going off <laughs> Deadass. This it's gonna freak him out even more that that's basically what they're here for <laughs> they're just they they're just like pranking people mm-hmm. for their prank youtube channel they then show john a television-like screen and on the screen, there's various little points of light. That's all he sees. The larger brain then tells John that the points of light represent places on Earth where there was, quote-unquote, too much power. I'd be, like, traumatized if I went through this. <laughs> I just wouldn't want to go outside.
0: Oh, yeah, no, seriously. I'd, I'd stay in my bed all day.
1: These motherfuckers are giving him a fucking, like, ethics lesson. <laughs> yeah, for real. You kidnap poor old boy, and then you're telling him, you so, have too much power.
0: So aside from him being shocked, it's like, all right, you see these points, they all have power. You got to stop them. I'm just some dude named John in fucking California. <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do? Dude
1: was just doing probably drugs with his friend in the 70s a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> the aliens were like, we want him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the biggest like uh, critiques of this story. Like, what the fuck, John? <laughs> yeah, like why him? <laughs> you come here with this grand old message. You need to stop. Let's get John. <laughs> Don't go for the president. Don't go for someone important. Nah, let's get John. Actually, just leave leave Peter. (laughs) Let him go home. (laughs) We want John. (laughs) Like, they selected this man specifically. So they showed him lights. They told him, I'm I'm assuming it's, like, all the countries, all, like, the countries with, like, uh, nukes. So I'm assuming, like, New York, probably, France, China, all the countries that have nukes. New York has nukes? (laughs) So New York... China, France. <laughs> they gotta have dukes. Alright?
0: I mean where was the Manhattan Project done?
1: Uh, New Mexico.
0: Oof. Let's <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're gonna cut that part out, yeah. It was <laughs> called the Manhattan Project to right. confuse people. <laughs> you know what? I believe John now. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably not New York, it's probably New Mexico. <laughs> so after they showed him images after they told him this, they also showed him another planet i think they show uh, like telepathically they put the image in his head i thought there was like a picture that like you know like an artist depiction of what it looks like (laughs) yeah they showed him another planet where the same thing happened apparently like nukes yeah it was another planet that had too much power but the image that john saw the planet was destroyed so they were, they were basically telling, giving him a warning like, yeah, this is going to fucking happen if you don't fucking listen. <laughs> yeah, this is going to happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> After this, the things, the aliens, they proceed to caution John, telling him that the human race would need to immediately stop abusing its power or suffer the consequences. They said, quote, take time to understand yourselves. The time draws near when you shall need to. Similar to the first thing they told him, but just shorter after this uh warning john felt a buzzing sensation ripple through his body next thing he knows he's back inside his car (laughs) can you imagine you pull up to your house you see the same fucking brains that you just ran away from they beat you to your house and you're in a car (laughs) yeah you wake up in a fucking ship with like old tech computers all around because I'm assuming that's what, if he was able to recognize it in the 70s I'm, assume, I'm assuming it was like large uh, glass monitors yeah these motherfuckers start showing you nukes <laughs> these giant 7 foot fucking webtoe motherfuckers start showing you nukes telling you you need to stop that John dude, and I- then you're in your fucking car <laughs> dude I don't even know if I would tell anybody
0: Like only just... you can prevent nukes <laughs> that's
1: fucking crazy dude so he fucking wakes up in his car <laughs> Luckily this time the brains were nowhere to be seen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank whatever's up there at this point. Because yeah. if you just went <laughs> through that, thank whatever.
0: That would be the last time I would take acid again in my life.
1: <laughs> and now the clock, presumably presumably four thirty AM. Jeez. So this is what they discover during the hypnotic regression. This is what quote unquote really happened. What John doesn't remember. So a little after Uh, The hypnotic regression. Both John Hodges and Peter Rodriguez, the other guy, the other fellow that got lucky, they were both asked to draw pictures of the blue blue brains. And that's where we got those fucking images. Yeah, earlier. (laughs) Exactly. John drew the larger one while Peter drew the smaller one. Later, John speculated that he actually might have never left his car. Oh? What? (laughs) So, like... (laughs) He thinks that the entire abduction and the visit, his visit to the spacecraft, it all might have been just one big uh, holographic projection in his mind. The same way they put like nukes in his brain. Yeah. He thinks that the the entire experience was that. The reason he states this is because he recalls that while being in, in there the entire time, the area that was immediately behind him was nothing but black. It was completely black kind of like how your eyes like you could see forward but if you try to imagine seeing behind you right now yeah just it's just black or like confirm (laughs) confirm. jose just rolled his eyes up like the undertaker he's like yep blackness you know what i thought remember when vr was kind of like in its early development so like they only made like 180 view (laughs) oh yeah so you could see it and it felt like vr but as soon as you turn around it's all black it's just pitch black the infinite void i think he, i think they just put him inside a fucking shitty vr in the yeah. 70s john also believes that the aliens had implanted something in his brain something that he called a translator cell apparently i don't know where he got this because it never came up during like the hypnotic regression yeah but he believes that the aliens put that in his brain to continue to communicate with him telepathically i'm assuming which did happen. A few weeks after the hypnotic regression, John claimed that he began to receive telepathic messages from the aliens. Like he's just eating breakfast and just hears a voice like, Hey Johnny boy,
0: <laughs> we came back for you. Hey, how you doing? Let me whisper in your yeah, yeah. Hey there fuck boy, what you eating? <laughs> hey there fuck boy. <laughs> hey there fuck boy, uh, how's uh, stopping those nukes come along?
1: Right. Well, one of these messages was along that those lines. It was kind of like, oh shit. <laughs> because at this point john goes public with his story yeah people know that john went through this so the fact that a couple weeks later he comes out with like oh they got a warning (laughs) (laughs) and this one's specific like what they told john was kind of ominous like you can't really like watch yourself motherfucker (laughs) that's basically the gist of what happened to john no this one's kind of specific so the message that john got presumably over breakfast while eating his cheerios (laughs) yeah It predicted that in 1983, a war would emerge in the Middle East. The aliens warned that the war would swiftly spread into Europe, resulting in the use of atomic weapons. Holy shit. Right? We are in the middle of the Cold War. It's the 1980s. So this warning that John comes up with is not going to be fucking, like, taken lightly. Yeah, it was like, Like, really... Don't fucking say that! (laughs) It was just really accurate. So, immediately following this... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, they got (laughs) a (laughs) frame. This is a blooper
0: right here.
1: (laughs) So, immediately following this uh, global conflict, the aliens would establish a public dialogue between their species and the human race. Safe to say that in the end, thankfully, the prediction did not come true. And that right there, boys, is the story of the blue giant space brains (laughs) what a fucking story dude imagine like when you list cryptids that's one of my favorites it's genuinely one of my favorites because it's just like holy
0: shit that's (laughs) fucking scary you got
1: the mothman you got bigfoot you got the frogman no 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 the blue giant space brains and they're from a place from palos verdes (laughs) oh i have a joke about palos verdes too so in spanish palos verdes means green sticks yeah right I had a, a friend from Mexico visit and I was like, Oh, I got to take you to Palos Verdes. He looks at me like, Martian dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, that's that Mexican fucking witty humor. Just immediately you hear green sticks. He's like Martian dicks. <laughs> so the fact that these space brains are in the Martian dick area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the fact that we're actually pretty close to Palos Verdes, we've, We've done like uh, bonfires there. We always do it at Cabrillo Beach. And as I told you guys, I checked out uh, what's it called? Fucking Dapple Bear? Yeah, Dapple Gray Lane. It's not that far. It's like a small little lane. I'd say it's about a mile and a half. We can go hunting for them. I'm, I, I want to go do a podcast there with more like, probably not about the Space Brains, probably give a little more detail about like what happened afterwards. Yeah. But I definitely want to go visit this place.
0: It's not that far. Cryptid coffee gone alien
1: on location <laughs> gone alien gone wrong space brain showed up
0: they kidnapped zeus
1: <laughs> ate my ass is everyone gonna eat your ass eventually <laughs> <laughs> yeah because last episode bigfoot ate it <laughs> he tried to <laughs> yeah uh, what do you guys think
0: that was fucking interesting i never heard of this one
1: yeah uh, of all the cryptids i would have never you know imagined that (laughs) fucking giant space brains we are eventually gonna hit like the big ones like mothman uh uh, bigfoot and everything but i want to get as weird as possible (laughs) like first few episodes i mean there's nothing wrong with that i mean gotta give the lesson on cryptid some love too right right that's something out of like a goosebumps story like the brains i could see it happening yeah like a same one uh scary stories to tell in the dark yeah 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 and it's not that like uh, a well-known one and while doing research for this it was, it was a little bit hard to find research very few podcasts have actually do it done it shout out to the Cryptonaut podcast that's where I got uh, the first like knowledge of these things existing uh-huh. I was like holy shit <laughs> it was like what 50 yeah about 50 years ago who would have known we're out there all the fucking time I wonder if John's still alive I mean he was in his late 20s so he would probably be 70 or 80 now we could interview him right dress up as the is the brains visit him <laughs> at the retirement home john we're back i think that's how we get canceled <laughs> we give him ptsd no i don't think that's what we're gonna
0: do <laughs> we'll go with this man
1: <laughs> remember us johnny boy <laughs> oh! <laughs> two of us just, what's up fuck boy <laughs> we're back just the me like dressed up as one he's like oh god there's three <laughs> <laughs> there's more now one thing that was funny uh so when he went through like the hypnotic regression the brains tell they he discovers that the brains talk to him right mm-hmm. and they tell him this ominous thing like you have to understand yourselves better you won't remember this until the next time you see us the next time he sees them is like 10 minutes later in front of his house. <laughs> yeah. Like if, you, if you're if you paying attention, that's exactly what yeah, happened. As soon as you said that, I'm like, didn't they just like. <laughs> they immediately show up in his house 10 minutes later. Remember us? I bet you don't. <laughs> I bet you like one of them was like, we got to wait longer. And he's like, I want to see him again. <laughs> that's our new friend, John. He's like, did you see the look on his face when we when he saw us the first time? I imagine it's the little ones saying all that and the big one's like, I'm telling you, we got to wait more. (laughs) The the little one's like the head boss. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That was a hell of a story.
1: I I really love that one, honestly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was fucking
1: great. Fucking space brains, bro. Well, I think that's where we're going (laughs) to leave it off. Leave it off strong. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. We're well on our way. Episode two, episode three. Might have a little surprise, might not. Don't count me. Don't remind me in episode three if we're still here in the office. Just like, welcome to episode three. What was supposed to happen? I'll remind you. You might have a little surprise. While recording. We'll have a little surprise, maybe. All right. Until then, this is Zephyrin. This is Jose. And Zeus. From the Cryptic Coffee Podcast saying goodbye.
0: Adios.